Welcome to the Online CEO Show, the podcast that empowers aspiring entrepreneurs and online business owners with the tools, the strategies, and the real-life stories they need to succeed. I'm your host, Emma Cooper, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this really exciting journey. If you love this episode of the show, then make sure you screenshot it, tag me in your stories at Emma Cooper Online, and I will share too. Love you all, appreciate you, enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Online CEO Show, the podcast where we're delving into the secrets of personal growth and manifestation today in this episode. So we're going to explore the exciting topic of what you think about today, you bring about tomorrow. Now, we're going to really talk about specific actions, daily actions and activities that you can do to help you manifest your dream life. So it might be that you have to If you're listening to this in the car or as you're doing something, it might be that you have to re-listen to it, grab a pen and paper, because action is what, even if it's messy action, I always say messy action is better than no action at all. So let's dive into it. I want to start with telling you my experience with good manifesting and bad manifesting. And if your life is where you really want it to be right now, you've probably done the good manifesting. And if it's not, you might have done the bad manifesting. Now, I have done both. Absolutely. And some of these things are done like really unconsciously. But when you become aware of manifestation, you understand how it works, you can retrace everything back and think, oh, and I mean, it's quite hard because you're like, I brought that on myself. (laughs) And and that can be kind of tough to, to admit, but it's true. So my bad manifesting first. Let's go bad manifesting and get that out of the way. I used to crash my car all the time. So when I first started driving and actually for the first mm, six years, (laughs) I crashed a lot. It was always through like lack of paying attention, probably my ADHD, but it was, yeah, it was just, it was bad. And years ago, because I'm old and years ago, you had to build up your no claims. I don't even know how it works anymore, but you have to have three years, no claims. And then you've got some discount on your car insurance. And I was having to pay this and I was getting paid peanuts in my job. And it was only like 30, 40 quid a month, but that was a lot for me. And so I really wanted to build up these no claims, but every time I would get like anywhere close, I would then write off my car. I mean, this wasn't like, oh, a little bump, a little scratch. I would like write off my entire, my entire car. I did it three times. So on the third time that I wrote off my car, bit of a funny story, but not that funny. I had sat at the breakfast. I remember, remember vividly being sat at the breakfast bar in my mum's house. Uh, I was still living at home and I said to her, oh my God, mum, I haven't crashed my car for ages. And she was like, why would you say that? I'm like, well, because I'm probably going to get like no claims soon, you know, the three years and I'll get the discount. And she's like, oh yeah, let's, you know, just be careful. Let's hope so. The next day, I'm not lying. I really wish I could be like more, you know, believable and say, oh, it was a week later. It was two. It was the next day. So that's when I look back and realize I'm bloody good at this manifesting stuff. The next day, I had this like new, I had sold my beauty salon and um, made a lot of money from it. And I had bought myself a Mini Cooper S convertible. Now, before that, I had this like gross boogie green Renault Clio, which I really didn't like. So it was the first car that I ever got that I actually liked. And I was super proud of it. And it had the sensors. Now, everyone has sensors on their car now, right? When you're reversing, beep, 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 beep. Back then, it was like a totally new thing. 
So I thought like, oh, you know, they're like 100% and I can just like kind of go anywhere I want and, and it will just beep and tell me when to stop. So I was in the petrol station. I was going to work. I worked at the police um, control room and I reversed my car because I wasn't, I was just like buying a drink or something and I reversed my car and I reversed it back and I took out an entire petrol pump. Obviously, I wrote off my car. They had to corner off the whole of the petrol station because of this leak in petrol and it caused absolute mayhem. The road had to be closed off. It was horrendous. Point of that is the day before I had only just said to my mum, mum, I'm going to get my no claims. Now, what are the chances? We can believe in manifestation or not believe in manifestation, but I had literally said the day before about I hadn't crushed my car. And there we go. Your mind does not pick out, did crush the car, didn't crush the car. It just picks out, crush the car. And so the next day, that's exactly what happened. Get it. Start of the three years all over again, because I wrote it off completely. Now, good manifestation. I had started my business in 2013. I lived in a house that my parents owned. I had grown up having a great life with my parents and they had a beautiful home in the countryside and that was always my dream. It was always kind of like a vision of mine that I could imagine, you know, having a house in the countryside. That to me was like, oh, you, you know, I've made it. If I do good in life, I'll have this beautiful home in the countryside that my kids can really enjoy. And when I started my business, that was kind of like the vision, but it was only in probably the beginning of the second year that I really got very clear on that vision. And I started visualizing and I mean I really started visualizing I would put on um some music that really got me I would either use the Forrest Gump theme tune or I would use Practical Magic theme tune and I would sit down and I would write out the vision down to I could hear the gravel under my feet on the driveway as I jumped out of like a high car I knew that I was in like a big four by four um, and I would jump out, I would hear the gravel underneath my feet as I walked towards the front door. As I pushed the front door open, I could feel like wood wood beneath my finger, underneath my fingers, I should say. So I knew that the front door was wooden. When I walked in, I couldn't see what the house looked like, but I could smell the smell of like a real fire. So I knew there'd be like a wood burner there. When we were out in the garden, I could see Sean running down the garden with weirdly two boys <laughs> and I could see it vividly so much so that then once I kind of set that visualization which I had set that intention I then could just play that music in my car and it would take me straight to that visualization it would take me straight to those feelings and yes it did feel a little bit silly it felt a little bit like oh my god you're mad like as if this is just going to happen because you're thinking about it but I was also taking action I was also building my business I was you know growing my income and so this was very much a reality. But years before that, I had my job in the police, so my income was capped. I'd done a vision board and built up a vision of meeting like the man of my dreams. I had written down exactly, like exactly what he looked like, exactly what the qualities were. I'd even put a picture on that board of, which I didn't 
realize at the time, but there was me, not me, but a, a silhouette of a, a, a woman with a pregnant belly sat on a beach. And then there was a man and a woman holding hands, uh, walking down a beach. Years after, no, it wasn't years after, months after I got married, actually, but years after I met Sean, I had been empty in the loft and I happened to get out this vision board that I didn't even realize was up there and everything on there had happened so much so that I found out that I was pregnant uh, and I sat and told Sean on the beach where we just got married the day before and I had got married on a beach and I didn't realize on that goal board that they were actually in like wedding attire because it was relaxed you know it was like a beach wedding I just thought it was a man and woman walking up a beach hand in hand. So just weird. When it came to manifesting my home, my home actually wasn't for sale. So I was renting a property and uh, I was looking for somewhere and my cousin was working for me. She said, my mum said, they're renovating this house at this lane that was local to us. It was in perfect location, like ideal location. And I had gone to see this house um, they were renovating it at the time. They said, yeah, come in and have a look. We are looking to put it on the market. Went in, looked around. I mean, it wasn't, I knew the feeling was like, it was kind of like, yeah, this will do. I mean, that's not a great feeling when you're going to spend like nearly a million pounds on a home. So, <laughs> but I really wanted to be in this location. I really wanted to buy my own home. And so uh, I said, you know, this is great. Can I speak to the owners? Because it was his son that was there renovating. And they were like, yeah, sure. So I um, booked to go back and see the property the next day. And I asked my mum and dad if they would come with me too. They agreed. So we went to see the property the next day and um, just on the off chance, I rang my sister and said, are you free? Will you come up and look at this house? She was free, my brother was free. So we all actually went and descended on this house and we looked around and they were like, yeah, it's lovely. It had a lake in the garden, which wasn't ideal for me because the baby, but you know, I was like, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, then I asked the price and they told me the price and that was fine. It was within the budget. So I was like, okay, that's good for me. Like what would be the next step? And they said, well, we do just want to get it valued. Um, but yeah, we can like proceed so you can instruct whoever you need to instruct. As I walked out to that house, I was having a conversation with my sister on the driveway and I said, I don't have a good feeling. Like I feel like they're going to bump up the price because I've just been like, yeah, that's a good price to me. Let's do it. Cause I'm just like black and white. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I just had this feeling like, I just don't feel like this would go well. I feel like they're going to bump up the price. I'm going to have to pay it because then I'm attached to the house and whatever. And I didn't get an overwhelming feeling. And while I was having this discussion with my sister, she said to me, there's a house down, down this lane. I was only like, I don't know, 10 houses on the lane, let's say. There's a house down this lane and it's my dream home, Em. And um, it's absolutely stunning. So she beefed up this house massively. And I was like, oh my God, why didn't you tell me it was for sale? She's like, oh, because it's not for sale. I'm like, what do you mean, Nick? It's not for sale. And she was like, well, just what about posting a letter through the letterbox and I'm like oh god I can't hold my dreams on this letter through a letterbox anyway I go down I post a letter through much to Sean's annoyance because he was like oh yeah just because you're Emma Cooper and you've read the secret and you know you think that you can manifest anything like they're just going to suddenly decide yeah let's sell our lifelong family home and you know sell it to Emma um but I was like look I'm going to try anyway anyway we went put the letter through by the time I got home which was about like six minutes away or we had an email back because I put my email address on there 
that they sent us an email saying uh, this is so strange that um, you should ask this because we've actually been building a home in Cardiff and we were going to put the house on the market at the end of the month. I was like, no way. Like, what is it that you're looking for for it? And would we be able to come and view it tomorrow? They told me the price. It was 100000 less than the house at the lane. It was 100 times nicer. It ticked every box. And I guess the rest, as they say, is history, other than the fact that I had got that dream car, which was high. And, you know, before I had set the vision, I, I didn't have that car. I jumped out of the car. I could hear the gravel beneath my feet. It was like an out-of-body experience. Like, it was absolutely crazy. The door, the front door was wooden. When I went in, there was a, a real fire. So the garden was stunning and it was big and, you know, every everything that I had visualized was there. I could even hear like running water and there was a stream at the side of the house. So everything just ticked every single box. That, my friends, is good manifesting. <laughs> it's really good manifesting. But there are things that you have to do every day. This doesn't just like, oh, just think of what you want and it just happens. It doesn't. The key is that we've got to cultivate this mindset, this thought process, this level of thinking. And we need to take consistent action towards our goals. So let's dive into some daily practices that can accelerate your manifestation process. Now, number one, I'm going to take you through uh, 10 points to manifest every single day. You've got to be living in this zone. You've got to really go all in on this. So number one is gratitude practice. You've got to start each day by expressing gratitude for whatever is already in your life. Now, you might be going through a really tough time, and I know that that can be difficult to think, you know, when I was losing my sister, when I lost my sister, I found this really difficult. But I picked the things I could be easily grateful for. I was really grateful that she was with us still. I was really grateful for the time we got to spend together. I was really grateful for my kids. I was grateful for their health. I was grateful for my husband and my family. I was grateful for my home. I was grateful for my physical health. I was grateful for the experiences and the lessons that I was learning. The wisdom that I was gaining from going through what I was going through. So I found gratitude in the smallest of things. Take a few moments each day to just write down, even if it's just three things that you're grateful for. I do it when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. Simple act of just appreciation massively, massively shifts your focus to like the abundance that is around you. And what happens is you attract more positive experiences. Perception is key here because if you are living in this victim state because times are hard, and listen, I understand hard times. I know people have had a lot harder times than me, but I understand it. You've got to be able to shift your focus. So if you're sat there thinking, well, I can't shift my focus, well, then just don't because you're just wasting your time. It's going to be a constant battle. And in the beginning, it is a battle. It is a battle to shift that focus, to start thinking in a different way, to put a different perception or perspective on things that are happening in your life. But you do that, it becomes a way of thinking. It becomes a habit. You can really see the difference when you wake up in the morning and whatever the first thought, if the first thought that comes into your head is, oh, I'm so tired, I replace it immediately to, I have so much energy. energy. Today is going to be an amazing day. I'm so excited to get up and do what I'm about to do. Like I literally change those thoughts immediately because the powerful thought is so much more 
than a negative one and you can replace it immediately. So much so that then it becomes habit that you don't actually wake up, open your eyes and think, I'm tired. You wake up, open your eyes, feel energized. You're getting that zone. This is how you make the shift over to the abundance that's surrounding you. Step two is visualization. Now, I've already explained, I think, the power and the importance of it, but getting yourself, whether it's doing it to a piece of music, whether it's, you know, writing down your ideal day, whatever it is, close your eyes, visualize your dream life in vivid detail. Now, I've got a previous podcast that I have gone through, I think it's like episode 67 or around that number, that I have gone through how to write out your ideal day. I would really, really encourage you to do this. It is in vivid detail and it talks more about how you feel than like what you're doing, like the being. It's more about the feeling. So you can see yourself living in the ideal home, pursuing your passion, working the way you want to work, having the relationships you want to have, experiencing that joy and the fulfillment. Engage all of your senses. How does it smell? How does it taste? How does it touch? Who's there? What are you wearing? What do you feel like? How's your confidence? you know, what eye makeup are you wearing? What outfit are you wearing? What do your nails look like? Like, honestly, you can go into that much detail. Visualization is absolutely key. Put yourself to where you want to go, having already got there. And this practice will align your subconscious mind with your desires, with different opportunities that you will then start to attract to manifest them. Number three is affirmations, creating those powerful affirmations that are going to really kind of affirm what it is that you want and the kind of person you have to be in order to get there. Now, you can say these aloud. You can say these in your head. You can look at yourself in the mirror as you brush your teeth. I do all of these things. (laughs) If you want to start your own business, say it out loud. Like, I'm a really successful entrepreneur. I am earning this much. I am creating a thriving business. I am impacting many, many lives. These positive statements, these affirmations are going to rewire your subconscious mind. They're going to reinforce your belief in your capabilities. I earn money easily and frequently. I earn money easily and frequently. Money flows to me so fast. I 10 exit. I invest. I 10 X. I'm living a great life. Whatever your affirmations have to be for you. Number four is take inspired action. It's a bit that a lot of people forget. You have to take inspired action towards your goals every single day. Break down your big dreams into small, manageable tasks. Commit to completing them, whether it's making a phone call, whether it's doing a bit of research, whether it's learning a new skill, whether it's putting together a training, whether whatever it is, each step is going to move you closer to your desired outcome. And it has to be consistent action to catalyst, to be the catalyst for manifestation. So it has to be that consistent actions along with those thoughts and those beliefs. Number five, I love to journal. When my sister passed away, one of the things that has been really great for me is that I journal writing to her. I always felt journaling. I found it like quite difficult. I found, to be perfectly honest, I found like a bloody... I felt like a bloody cheesy, like American teenager who was writing to themselves every day. And it just felt strange to me. When my sister passed, I started writing to her. So every day I would like tell her about my day. I would write the lessons that I'd learned that day. I would write what I'd overcome. I would journal to her. 
I'd reflect on any kind of limiting beliefs or fears that kind of came up and I would reframe them straight away. Because I mean, luckily for me, my sister was amazing with that. Like she would never let you dwell on the negative. She would always turn something into a positive. And so I would tell her how I was doing that in my journaling. It really helps to clarify you, like what it is that you desire, what it is that you need to release in terms of like what re- resistance is kind of coming up for you. And it really like supercharges your manifestation power. Number six, mindful moments. Now, mindfulness for me used to mean feeling frustrated that I had to sit and do nothing. <laughs> that's, that's not what it is, but it is taking short breaks to connect with like the present moment. This was very fluffy for me. I'm very kind of black and white. I live in the masculine energy quite a bit. I'm trying to work it out the other way, but I do. And so mindful moments was something that was quite difficult for me, but th- doing it really brings about this state of like presence and openness and allowing you like saying out loud or internally to myself like give me guidance and inspiration from the universe like give me the guidance the inspiration the people the opportunities that I need I am open to them like state in that number seven acts of kindness um when you are doing not you've probably all done something like whether it's buy a sandwich for someone who you know is outside a supermarket asking for money whether it's giving someone a little bit of money whether it's um rushing to the aid of a friend or whether it's telling someone just telling someone like you look amazing today it makes you feel good so spreading that positivity by doing acts of kindness towards others doesn't have to be monetary it could be just as simple as like offering a helping hand or listening to someone's problems or giving a genuine compliment, just uplifting others. You raise your own vibration. You attract more abundance, more goodwill into your life. Number eight, self-care rituals. Something that I put off for years and years, but I realized, wow, it makes a huge, huge difference. Again, it takes you to that next kind of like energy field, that next level of nurturing your mind, nurturing your body, taking care of your soul, engaging in activities that, you know, bring you happiness, that make you feel joyful, that help you relax. Like if you're into meditation, if you enjoy exercise for doing this, maybe you like to read, spending time in nature, going for a walk, whatever it is, taking care of yourself is just going to recharge your energy. No one ever said, you know, oh, I went for that walk and it just made me feel worse never happens. You always, always feel better. So making time for that self-care is going to align you more with that kind of flow of manifesting. Visual reminders is number nine. So surrounding yourself with visual reminders of your goals. It's very easy to set goals and at the time you feel really bloody excited about it. And within a week, you've just forgotten like what they are, how you're going to do it. You've got stuck in the mundane. You're not like looking after yourself. You're not doing your gratitudes every morning. You're not journaling. You're not, you know, having those mindful moments and your thoughts are like down the drain. So visual reminders around your home, whether it's a post-it note, whether it's a picture of something, creating a vision board or a digital vision board. Like when I was, when I was in this zone of like, I didn't know what I want. I honestly couldn't see, you all go through stages like this. I just couldn't visualize because I had lost my sister. I couldn't imagine life without her. I could not 
see like the end of the next week, never mind the end of the next year. I really struggled. It was only when I did the ideal day exercise that I was able in that day to say, I walk down my stairs and I see a sea view and it makes me feel calm. It makes me feel excited. It makes me feel accomplished. It makes me feel, um, you know, that I'm doing a great job for my family, all these kind of things. And it was only then that I realized, wow, I, I want to live in the sunshine. I just hadn't visualized that before. I hadn't thought it was even an option. I put on my desktop a picture of this kind of view from a villa even down to, didn't realize at the time, there was like an egg shape, you know, those hanging egg shaped chairs. There was one of those in the picture overlooking the sea view. That is exactly what I am living now. That is exactly what I have right now on my patio. That is exactly the view that I see when I walk down the stairs. It is crazy. But I had that visual clue as like my desktop what is it called, like the saver, screensaver on my desktop for mm, probably like 10 months, 18 months, I don't know. I don't know how long it was. I had it there. It's crazy how this stuff works, but you've got to go all in. So the visual cues, they just like keep your desires, your dreams, your vision at the forefront of your mind, and they're going to reinforce those manifesting intentions. Number 10, reflection. Before you sleep, reflect on your day, acknowledge your progress. Don't think about what you haven't done. Think about what you have done. Any accomplishments you've had, any lessons you've learned, any moments of happiness, express gratitude for the lessons that have come up, that you've taken anything from that day. If you've taken any steps towards your goals or your dreams, reflect on that. This is going to send a message to your subconscious mind that you're on the right path. And this encourages that continued manifestation. Though these 10 steps are going to be the things that when you start to do them, they just become habit. They don't then become steps. They just become the, the way that you live, the things that you do every day. This is when things start to happen. You go, oh my God, that's so weird. I was just on about, I don't know, creating a course. And now here's something, you know, here's a person, an opportunity that's going to help me do that wow, I was just thinking about changing my career and starting an Amazon business. And wow, someone's just mentioned this to me, how they built a successful one. Wow, I was just thinking about, honestly, this will happen all of the time. And if you get this stuff right, it happens fast. I mean, think about me crashing my car. <laughs> this stuff happens. But now I can honestly say that I can think of something like, oh, I really want to meet someone who's an expert in this. And lo and behold, and I can honestly say it happens within a few days. Some things take a lot longer and that's fine. But the small steps, the steps that I'm taking every single day, these opportunities come up and it's like, wow, this is crazy. So we've taken you through 10 powerful daily actions and activities to manifest your dream life. Remember, manifestation is a journey. It requires consistency, belief, a really great way of thinking. But if you incorporate these practices into the, the daily routine, they become daily habit, you are going to witness the magic unfold. Thank you for joining me today on today's episode of the Online CEO. I really hope that these strategies are going to empower you to harness the power of your thoughts, manifest your dream life. Stay tuned for more insightful discussions, interviews, 
inspiring stories from other business owners telling you their real stories. If you have loved today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe. I would love for you to leave a five-star review or screenshot this, tag me in on your stories and I will share it too. Thank you so much. Catch you on the next episode.